A-Track's here for you? We got the A-Track exclusive. You ain't got a monster energy yeah, drink man. to promote or a Puma shoe to promote? Yeah, we have that pyrite party going on right now. Oh, man. <laughs> the, the, you got the crystals that keep the luck? No, what? I so say you got the crystals to make sure, you you know, the winning crystals? No, uh, actually, um, oh, I can't see Actually, uh, I did, my girl got me this, uh, crystal that helps with, um, creativity. Yeah. And I'll be that shit, but I'll put it in my pocket anyway, so I can use all the luck <laughs> I can get. Oh, man. Come hey, on, man. man. Look, man, we're... That shit is loud. First off, <laughs> you know, really loud over there. Yeah. Oh, my bad, my bad. Look... <laughs> Let me let's introduce this episode first. We were just kicking off, right? It was perfect timing. Episode 81 Mickey D's show. I almost said radio. Episode 81 Mickey D's radio. We have none still other. Said Mickey D's radio. <laughs> Mickey D's show. We have none other than DJ Lazy Boy. The champ is here. What's good Ooh. with you, man? Oh, I'm sorry, we have yeah, another champ. A track is in the building. DJ A track in the building. That's who we have. <laughs> Yo, what up? How y'all? Man, we good, man. How about yourself? How you how you been feeling since the W? Oh man, it's a mixture of feelings actually. Um I'm actually today I'm actually pretty fun um pretty irritating. Why is that? Yeah. <laughs> uh thank you for asking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <the setup. laughs> yeah, it sure was. So apparently they don't give out a trophy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's funny because our boy Sean just asked us, like, yo, what does he what does he win since he won the, you know, he, he won the uh the contest? Like, what did he get? And I was like, that's a good question. I have no idea. Uh <clears throat> you get bragging rights. That's it. No, that's it. perfect. <laughs> it would have been perfect right behind you, like right over your left like, shoulder. Like not even an NFT or something, you know, a digital trophy, maybe. Uh, you know, honestly, man, hey, it's uh, it's heartbreaking because it's heartbreaking. um, us battle DJs, I got another champ, I got DJs in the other room. Us battle champ, we anyone who puts enemies battles, we 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 put in so much work, right. and. And we put in our soul, we put in our time, um, everything else is on hold. And all we ask is we, we is for uh, something that we can hang up on our wall. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Um, especially when it comes to high caliber uh, competitions. I mean, I did not want to do it. The moment I saw the lineup, I was like, man, I'm trying to back out of this. Mm-hmm. Wow. 
I, 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 did not, I don't want to go against precision. I don't want to go against dynamics. I don't want to go against any of the names on that list. Well, I didn't want to, but go ahead. Well, I was going to say that's that's one of our questions. Was there anything about any of these con- competitors that concerned you? Of course, they all are amazing, and 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 not none of us like losing. Mm. I mean, you. Can, I don't have to tell you guys. You guys are DJs, but DJing is an ego, egotistical activity. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 Know, we all we all have our ego in it one way or another. Yeah. So, so when we when we get our ego chopped up, when we all put our dicks on the table, we find out it's a lot smaller than we thought it was. Uh, and it and it feels good. Right. Mm. No, no, you guys don't understand. No, I know. So. I, 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 we feel you on that. Yeah. Uh, this is a wrong analogy. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man, we get it. We're all DJs. We our our egos keep money in our pocket. Yeah, that's true. I mean, yeah. that's why we record a podcast, you know, and <laughs> we're not really getting paid for it. So. <laughs> yeah, so like, um, honestly, I have a decent amount of trophies. I have, I have just an equal amount, uh, amount of losses, but I don't know give you tax for that shit. And uh, I'm, I'm at the point where after winning this, I'm like, okay, I'm going to use that Gordy trophy. I'm going to put it next to my three-star trophy. And now I'm going to go after a DMC trophy. Mm. And then I'm going to throw all the other ones away because all I care about is my trifecta. Yeah. Yeah. And as a DJ who competes, um, that's really the only three that really mean anything. Right. Yeah. Yeah. To us. And so when I got some emails today, oh my God, let me, forgive me a moment, I'm going to look up the email and read it to you, and hopefully I'll have this shit thing situated by the time this airs, so maybe I'll actually get a trophy instead of them getting the certification <laughs> Yeah, because this is going to air in five days. Reaction to this. Right. All right, so I have five, you tell me yeah. I have five days. You got so, five days to get a trophy. Let me, <laughs> but, um... Uh, there is here. It says, check this out. In the spirit of our online event, we will not be sending out trophies, but we'll have all the other prizes shipped out soon. You guys hear that? Yeah. yeah. In the spirit of this event, they won't be sending out trophies, but what? They'll, They'll be, be sending, sending out, out the wrestlers uh, prizes. prizes. Soon. Oh, okay. prizes. What are the other prizes, if you don't mind us Can asking? In case a monster energy drink coming? <laughs> <laughs> and so, all right. <laughs> it's a pair of Pumas. No, I and you know what? Hey, honestly, the best prize out of this one is your bragging rights. Two is the um, the Pumas. All right, cool. So, well, we'll have we'll have them here. Some of the the back and forth, and of course, you know, live from the A tracks point of view. But <laughs> let's get back, circle back a little bit here on what we were trying to talk about, which was discovering there's no trophy. And, oh you're, my and you're God. disappointed in that. Yeah, I mean, that's why we're doing this stuff. Yeah. For the, tro- for the um, hardware. Not for real. Like, it doesn't mean anything unless you have a trophy. I mean, uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, this yeah, facts. We, I, it, really, it, really, it really means that. Like, 
I, I don't know how to stress it anymore. Um, people don't do DMC to not get a jacket. Right. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? You don't do freestyle and not have that accolade and in physical form on your wall for you to show your kids and show every DJ that comes in your house. You know? Yeah, we keep all of our podcast awards on the wall here too. <laughs> yeah, they're on a different wall. You can't not on this wall. They're on a different wall. I was gonna say, <laughs> <laughs> but you're right. It's like it's like going to it's like attending a four year college, busting your ass, and then not getting your degree. You know right, what I mean? like your physical degree. Yeah. So yeah, you, it's like it's like having it's like going out and buying some nice kicks and not actually getting kicks. All you have is maybe. The idea of I have these at my house. I don't know. Right. No, that that makes sense. And, um, you know, I think one of the other things that, that takes into place, too, is like, you know, this wasn't a singular person effort on your end. Right. You you give a lot of credit to to the team and, and even people that you've called uh, going into something like this. Can you speak a little on that? Yeah, man. Uh, I've been doing team effort stuff for a long time. I think three styles when I really, really three style. I started a group on Facebook of people that wanted to help, and I thought anybody with a creative mind, I added to that group. Um, and we just brainstorm ideas. I put up a routine. I'm like, hey, what do you guys think of this? Does this work? Um, I mean, I trust myself, but I also want someone else's opinion. Right. Um, and I, and not only am I asking them, hey, does this work? I'm asking them, how can this be better? Yeah. Right. I only have one mind. I can only think however I think. You know, right. I mean, I hit you guys up and ask you guys for opinions. Yeah. And well, ideas, you know? Well, I think all the greats tap into help. Like they, they may not be, they may not get the credit at the end. Like it may not be typed out with them getting the credit, but it's a collective effort. Even, even Jordan reached out to, to a trainer and said, how can you make me better than the Pistons and the Celtics and all that? So even the greats, you know, there's, there's a team behind every situation. I think we don't want people thinking that we needed help. Like our egos get in the way, right? We because that's going to be a mark on us when in reality everybody gets help. One way or another, we do. We all, we all get help. Whether it's reading a book and finding it on our own, like like we're not giving credit to the author of the book, or we directly ask someone who we feel that has a a good mindset on it. And and for the record, I want to state that uh, I actually do list all my help. Um, if you go back to my Instagram and you look at my posts after winning freestyle, I wrote down probably like 20, around 20 people that, that, that gave me, offered their help. I'm not sure if I said you guys' names, but, <laughs> yeah. but these are people whose actual um, work I used right. in one way or another, whether it was um, an idea or, or perspective or Ease is on there because he told me when I did the I'm so excited that I needed to use that scene from Saved by the Bell. Where Kelly's like high on weed and she's like, I'm so excited, you know, and she flips yeah. out. Right. And and you know what? It's crazy because all those little tiny pieces that that 
people argue, oh, he need to dumb it down. All those little pieces, they catch traction here and they catch traction there. That maybe not everyone gets it. Maybe not everyone gets it the third time around. At some point, whether it's someone explaining it to them or, <clears throat> or they figure it out on their own, um, they may or may not understand that. And it's not up to me to, to really gauge how smart or how stupid or how aware or how unaware someone is. Yeah. But it's my job to create an amazing piece of art. And you go through a spin mad mix. You're not going to catch every single thing you were sitting in his head. Right. Yeah. You go look at you go look at a painting. You're not going to understand why they God use this color here, this this paintbrush stroke there. You know, you're not going to understand that. Right. Yeah. But you're going to appreciate it. Right. Yeah. So I want to ask, what were the the actual rules, if there were any, of this battle? Because I we we didn't we weren't aware if there were any rules because. <laughs> We see that your set particular was there was so much production put into it outside of all the other contestants. So we want to know if if there were any rules, what were they? Um, you know, it's interesting because uh, uh, the first thing I did into a competition is I asked just that: what are the rules? So if I look back on my email, let me bring this stuff up. <clears throat> I love that you reference the, the actual documents just to make sure. <laughs> I, you know, it's super important, man. It's super important. Oh, yeah. My questions, my questions were <clears throat> verbatim questions. <laughs> Receipts. What is the judging criteria? What are the prizes? What are the rules? Any pointers? And... Who is competing besides Dynamics? LOL. <laughs> Important. <laughs> and um, yeah, they said, uh, what's up, lazy boy? Really glad you're down to participate in the online rolling search. Some of the info. Um, we're breaking up in a few days. Blah, 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 blah. Um, all right, here we go. Hi, Gregory. Sorry for the delay on your questions. We should have more info on judging criteria, pricing, and other contestants shortly. As for rules, um, as Elaine, how do you say his name? How do you say Atrax real government name? Atrax real government name? How do you say it? That's actually a good question. Yeah. I don't know. No clue. He wasn't, he wasn't born Atrax? Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I, I had a few, I had a, I had a, uh, I, I had this idea that you guys wouldn't have no idea either, so I just wanted to figure out the spot. So I was less stupid, but here we go. As for rules, as Elaine mentioned, Elaine, sorry if I'm getting that wrong, um, we will need your first set to be five minutes, and then for the finals, we will need two two-minute videos as well, if necessary, no real parameters beyond that. Feel free to make it your own. Um, and then do you mind sending me your mailing address? Easy. So no rules. So no rules, pretty much. So did no you? Rules. Yeah. Did you have to have those when you advanced from the semifinals to the finals? Did you have to have those two uh, videos ready to go before you submitted your um, your video for the semifinals, or you were able to make them after you knew you was going to advance? 
Um, you can do them afterwards. I mean, uh, they didn't really specify that. They, they, although if you're really smart and really thought ahead and, and really, really wanted to win this, you would have um, prepared uh, a number of routines that were two minutes um, and then cho- choosing from them and made the best choice to go against wherever competitor, which if you know my DJ name, you probably understand that I did none of that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I mean, that, that's the point. My thing is after seeing what you brought to the table in the semifinals, my thought or our thought would be like, okay, if I see what Lazy Boy just did, I'm going to go in there and I'm going to, you know, bring a little bit more, at least production-wise, to the table. If I already know my hands and, and the skills and the technique is there, production-wise, I'm going to bring that. And we didn't see any of that in the final round, which is funny. At least an outfit changed for me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I gave, we, we said that last week. I gave Fumi shit for not changing his T-shirt at least. Which is wrong. Which is wrong because he did change his T-shirt. Did he change his T-shirt? Yeah, I don't remember yeah, the rocket in the first round. Three different. Yep. Yeah. Oh, okay. My, well, so yeah, three different shirts, but yes, you're right. Uh, they were both rocky. The first one was some sushi. Something. <laughs> this is how it rolls. Is what it said. Ah, okay, okay. But, so my apologies for me. You did one, change the t-shirt. I'm happy you got his name right, all you guys. DJ <laughs> <laughs> Yummy. Yummy. You said Zoomy? I said Yummy. I said, yummy. I said Zoomy. This, this is what happens zoomy. when we record when we're hungry. Okay? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. No, um, and then uh, the last one I get, you're right, he had uh, to the same theme, but but if you notice, they're the opposite, which was, I thought it was kind of clever. I mean, it had no relation to a set. That I can think of, right? Um, but it didn't matter. Like he's he's a very talented uh, DJ performer. Um, I will say that I hope I don't get any shit from this, but I will say that uh, Craze and A Track were very accurate when they said he did the same stuff, pretty much mm-hmm. as far as patterns and um. And someone else I was talking to this week said that even his earlier stuff is the same kind of pattern. So I got excited because I'm really good at picking up patterns and learning what other DJs do. Um, So I'm actually really excited to learn his style so that if I ever run into the situation again, it might be less of an issue for me. I can just do it the same. Um, But... Uh, and you had an actual question that I'm not answering right now. Well, well, actually, I'm I'm curious to know. So the biggest dilemma, the uh, the biggest co- part of the conversation was your when you did your. I, I guess it's a two by four by two when you got went back to back with yourself and you created the beat. The mirror image. <laughs> the mirror image. Yeah. So I know it sounds like in and out order. Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense because there's not. There, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I think you got the number from um, break that down. Two people, me. three turntables. So two by two three. By three. Two, two by, by three. three. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So when three. you did the two by three, clearly in your head you Which thought is my in and out order. <laughs> in your head, you thought <laughs> that was um, everything about that was good enough and worked to where you can submit it. 
But then A-Track, Craze, and even us felt that the, I guess the, the, the bass and kick part of it wasn't in line with what you were, with the other thing you were doing. And they felt that that was off. So, so I'm curious to know going into submitting, did you think you were on point with that and everything about that was accurate? No, <laughs> you just said that fuck shit it. was off as fuck. No, that shit was off. And, dude, that shit was so off. You didn't think that was running a risk? Submitting it being off? Yeah. Yes, I did. Okay. It was even worse when um uh about half an hour before I, an hour before we hit send on the wing transfer or we yeah wing transfer. Um. So here's the deal, man. Like I. I work really good under pressure. Sometimes I take it a little bit too far. And um, that is a, a simple explanation of what happened this time around as well. Um, I have no new material. I, I, I've wanted to stop DJing um, for a long time now. Ever since freestyle, I've been done. Wow. I don't want to DJ no more. I'm, I'm not, my passion is not in DJing at all mm. um i i am i'm burned out i the moment i got the email or the, the instagram message i'm like well i gotta say yeah but i don't want to do this i mean i don't even want to do if there if if red bull freestyle world can come around i don't want to do that um am i gonna do it yeah but that's just because Life's short, and how many opportunities are you gonna have like that? You know, you gotta do it. Right. Uh, do I want to do it? Do I think I'm gonna win? Hell no. Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. And and so what happened here was, I I faced the music and I, I looked at all my life and I tried and I did my best to create something new and I could not. I knew if you know if you know my worth, um, which I don't expect you guys to know. And it's, those are all old routines. Wow. You know, those are all old stuff. And the stuff that I haven't really put on the table, I haven't, it's not, you can't find it on my Instagram. Um, and I haven't, I've done it in battles, battles. Sorry, I have a, a had surgery. Um, and missing my tongue. But, uh, and I'm really trying so hard. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. That always helps. I so, uh, I'm I'm really just burnt out, man. Uh, ever since freestyle, I just I have no drive. I, I feel like I did freestyle um, to really prove to the DJ community and to the promoter community more so that yo, I'm fucking worthy of this shit. Like you, you didn't book me for whatever reason, but like, dude, I'm the best in the country. Like, book me, yep. you know. Mm. Um, and I don't really feel that way. I just can say that because I want a title. You know, I don't right. feel like I'm the best DJ in the United States. Obviously, I'm not. Um, but out of those six people that we faced, and, and they love all these other DJs, yo, book me, you know? And I just wanted to prove to the people that weren't booking me that they should book me. And after that, I was just like burnt out. Like, I don't have anything to prove. I went into the Goldies with that mentality, I have nothing to prove. I'm not here to prove anything. Mm. I don't want to back out. I don't even care about this. The only thing that really means something to me is that 
A-Track asked me personally to, to join his pirate party. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, and that's an honor. I mean, DJs um, worked their whole career just to get to this point. And, and it's almost disrespectful to not take him up on that. Mm. Do you think yeah. on on that kind of note and and how you were feeling? Because, you know, I think in some levels we've all kind of been there, you know, as DJs. And I, maybe I won't say it's for you because it seems like you have a, a level of, um, you know, what you want out of this, right? Or like what or what you don't want for for the most part, maybe. But. Do you think sometimes as DJs taking it back a step and and this goes for us as well like do you think we put too much fucking credit and in, into the validation of people who book you like versus like how we like you know going back to like you know to the simple thoughts of even just like you got to love yourself before you can allow others to love you kind of thing I know it's a little sappy but you know do we give too much credit to the people who, who could book you I don't know if we give too much credit to them. I think what, um, for me at least, what I can say for myself is that um, uh, it hurts. When people don't recognize you and they don't see you from what you know you're good at, it hurts. And I love DJing as much as you guys love DJing. We wouldn't be doing this if we didn't love it. Yeah. I'm over here getting emotional. I got goosebumps. I feel like I'm going to cry. Like, I love this shit, man. I'm, I've been doing this shit for 21 years, dude. This is the only thing that's loved me back enough to put a roof over my head. Right. I worked at the mall. I, 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 I went to college as long as I can handle that. You know, I, I, I made an effort. But the only thing that ever loved me back was DJing. And the people that love it, and the people that come out to to hear the music. Right. And so when someone doesn't book me or they have their stupid penny reason why they don't in their mind and they don't even come and talk to me and say, hey, I'm concerned that you're going to do too much scratching. Can you not do so much scratching if I book you? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, yeah, yeah, of course. I'm not going to. I care about your, your crowd. I'm here to help you make money so that I can make money. Right. Yeah. You know, um, so I don't know if I necessarily agree with the exact perspective that you were giving, but that's my angle on it, you know? I think um, you might, now that you're a multi-champ, I think you'll be in a place to where you can, like, you don't have to compete, but you'll be paid to just do some pop-up routines and do stuff for certain situations, you know what I mean? Like the evolution of it all, like A Track and Craze used to compete, then they used to get paid to just do routines without competing. Just showcase. whenever you're ready, you showcase and the bag will be there. And then now you have time to create a fun routine, right? Mm-hmm. So you're just over the whole I'm competition not, aspect, but clearly you still want to be creative. I'm not quite over the whole competition aspect of it. Um, but I am. 
my roommate just walked in. You know that you know that meme when the baby walks in and the baby turns around and walks in. That's what just happened. That's what just happened. Um, I'm sorry, I got sidetracked. <laughs> well, I was saying that now because you're you won three style and you won the goldies. Now you have an opportunity to not compete oh, yes, and just right, showcase. So yeah, actually, ever since winning three style, uh, a few companies came up and wanted me to do a routine. One of them, which you probably saw, was the Virtual DJ. Um, shout out to Virtual DJ. Thank you for the money um, <laughs> and the opportunity. Um, and they're doing. They've been doing. Actually, Virtual DJ has been ahead in the game for a long time. They're just really. Um, like the PC versus router, which is the Mac, right? Right. And let's be honest, like nobody wants to learn a new software in order to, to be right. I don't know. I, I don't want to learn a new software. Until they cut a check. Um, <laughs> even then, it's not even. <laughs> would you guys like to switch whenever... Uh, brand you're using for your DJ setup. If they're kind like, of checked, maybe. That's but checked you know what though? Generally, right like, like if you told me I had to stop using Ableton and had to use something else, a different DAW, for the most yeah. part, they're the same. And anything else that needs to be figured out, like it won't take long to figure out what the shortcuts are and et cetera. I guess you just got to have a desire to want to do it that's where it is yeah it's the desire and the patience and i don't have a lot of either yeah i'm with you on that I'm lazy not boy to, yeah i'm not trying to learn another city <laughs> not ambitious yeah. boy and it's not even that i'm lazy i'm i'm super ambitious it's, it's just it's frustrating man like yeah. it's frustrating we put so many years learning one program yeah. and now we're gonna learn this other program like i'm i'm not gonna switch to final cut i'm using premiere Right. You know, you're not going to catch me doing that. Um, I use Ableton. You're not going to catch me switching up and use Audacity. Yeah. Right. You know, I, I don't even know if they're really the same. But there's other companies that came out, reached out, and wanted me to do routines and offered to pay me money. There's other companies that offered me a, a nice check for using their equipment during the World Finals, which I was definitely going to do, but then, you know, COVID. But um, also, uh, you asked a question um, right before this about my set, and I really wanted to go back to that and talk about that. You can end it if you need to. But um, I was really running out of time, and we took as many shots as it took to get the right sounding mm-hmm. um, clone one and the right sounding clone two. And the metronome was in my head. Right. So that's where, that's where the shit hit the fan. So I'm, I get done recording that at 11, 10, 10, 30, 11 o'clock the day after, the day our project was already due. Um, so taking it late. Yeah. Um, and my boy was like, all right, I need to edit this. I was I was already up for probably forty eight hours, so I'm over here sitting right here on this very spot right here, yeah. falling asleep, like just sitting there, falling asleep. 
So I'm like, bro, fuck this. I'm going to go out on the couch where my parents is right now. I'm not at home. And I'm going to just cast some jeans. Uh, he woke me up at 4.30 a.m. and said, hey, we got a problem. This isn't lining up. Yeah. He showed me the edit, and there was a bunch of jump cuts. And jump cuts are just where you chop it. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, we're over here, yeah. and I'm seeing a different line. And I'm like, dude, bro, I shot that in one take. Sure, it took me X amount of takes, but I shot it in one take. Let's show them I shot it in one take. Um, there's no way we can do that. Uh, and, we, and, we, and, we, and we messed with it. We even tried to cheat a little, cheat a little bit by speeding up and slowing it down, but it, just, it wasn't going to happen. The only way to make it happen was to re-record it. And I had gotten probably 12 to 15 hours before an email saying, we, I think it's not going to be quite remembered, we're about to reach the drop dead zone. I don't know what that means. <laughs> I, 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 but it sounds like we're going to cut you. Right. Yeah. And knowing that, and knowing that, not to, not to be arrogant, but knowing that I was the favorite, that's not, Get it twisted. Um, everyone said, oh my God, there's more this, there's more that. I was the favorite. Um, there, there, there's no way I should have thought about this. It would probably wouldn't matter how long it would have taken. I probably could have redone the take and reiterated it. They weren't trying to do the show without me at that point. They really weren't. Um, Maybe they were. I don't know. Maybe, they were. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe it would have been a precision situation. Like, I, mean, I, I was me and a bunch of other people were really disappointed that precision didn't do his sets in the um, DMC head to head battle. Like he should have. He, I guess he had some family emergency or something like that. He couldn't do it. Um. So I guess. To be realistic, that could have happened this way too. They could have said, "Hey, for reasons beyond our control, they might couldn't submit in time and whatever." But honestly, for the show aspect of it, they didn't want to put me out. And I guess I didn't think about it like that. And I just knew, "Hey, you know, this is the best we can do right now." And I'm not asking you to put in another five hours of editing. Four hours of editing. Yeah. Um, he ended up almost as long. So, shout out to Color TV. Um, that's really what happened. So, I'm not mad, and I agreed with them that, yeah, it was sloppy. It got sloppy in it. And had I actually had a moment to watch the whole entire thing and say, hey, you know what? Not only is it sloppy, but there needs to be a base sense. sense in there, there needs to be um, another upper, higher synth. There needs to be more music coming in. There needs to be more of a build. I understand, as you can tell from my first set, <clears throat> that you build, 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 all the way to the end. All the way. Right. You don't build, 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 and then have a flat moment. Right. And expect to win. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, 
on my email, on my IG story, I was talking about, hey, I'm not going to say this in the chat, but I really shot the for me. He's got this. I, I really dropped the ball. It was in my hand, and I dropped the ball. And I really, I've been really bummed out the entire day, which I was. I was super bummed out. I was hella sad because I knew that it was in the palm of my hand, and I just let it go. Yeah. And so... For me, at the end, when I saw it starting to turn, I had the whole thing on videotape. Like, just the room atmosphere. I put my 360 camera up, and and we watched the whole room. And, and my face changed from, like, man, 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 to, oh, my fuck. Like, still a chance. No way. <laughs> still a chance. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, when they when they started turning, I'm like, no way. And I I I put there's a hundred on the video. If and when I put it out, there's a hundred dollar bill on the corner of the counter, and that hundred dollar bill is because I bet anyone in the room that I was gonna lose that food was gonna take it. Uh, wow. <laughs> well, well, I guess you win either way. <laughs> yeah. Right. Lazy. I, I I gotta be honest with you. After that first round of the finals because of that um, routine that didn't go so well, I thought it was Fumi's to lose in that moment. And then he, mm -hmm. you know, obviously he didn't evolve and you did a great job in your second round. So I thought it was in Fumi's hands. And hearing you saying like, yeah, I kind of thought I, I wasn't going to win because of that routine. I knew it. I knew it. It wasn't that I thought it. I knew it. <laughs> so let but what I didn't know was that they, um, A-Track, Praise, and, and Bauer, well, A-Track, really, were, were looking for um, the future. They were looking for... To be wild. The wild factor. Yeah. And I, Which you know, I, I already knew in the first place, but I just forgot about it in the moment. You know, it's funny that you say all that because we kind of went over in the last episode a little bit, but... I really felt that Fumi had the advantage in the finals because of the shortened sets. It seems like on a on the video side, because again, for those that haven't seen it, right? Like there's an audio and a video side to this, the way you presented your set that, you know, not only do you have to like sneak in a bunch of stuff in into a video, um, a visual, but also it's hard to, like you said, like, it's like, you you're telling a story, but now your story yeah. time is only two minutes and you got to like yeah. run through it. It's a short film. And it's, it's a short film. Yeah. <laughs> it's a trailer. Yeah. <laughs> like, EP. So, but, and, and then again, Fumi, he's just got like these crazy patterns, so they can't go forever. So it's like literally set up for him to, to have that opportunity. And yet still you came up on top, you know, with, with just, evolving what i think is the way a dj battle will ever be looked at again like this is just a different innovating man yeah blows my mind i read this article today in some blog talking about how just that it was just shifting things and it's mind-blowing to me because that's not what i meant to do i was just i expected everyone to be doing that because that's what we do on twitch yeah right you look at Four Colors Act, you look at Bert Peterson, you look at um, Treasure Fingers, you look at a bunch of other folks. They're already doing this stuff. 
Yeah. But the only the simple only difference that I didn't realize is that I'm doing it on the battle platform. Right. Mm. Did it was there a, I'm sorry, was there a strategy to how you arranged your sets? Like did you think the lesser of the set was specifically oh, yeah. placed in that first round of the qualifying? For and sure. then, okay. Yeah, because we yeah. we all agreed had Fumi rearranged his sets, he would have had a no. chance. You still think you would have got him if he, he had didn't. a chance. He had just as much of a chance as I did. He had the same five minutes, yeah. the same two minutes, and the same two minutes again. He had the chance. Yeah. Where he dropped the ball, and he didn't recognize that everyone was flipping out that I was using a different approach. Right. Mm. And it's not like he doesn't have people in Sure. Boy, in you, you cut out for a second. Say again when you after you say where he dropped the ball. Where he dropped the ball, in my opinion, was that he didn't recognize that I what what the what the judges were responding to. Mm. Um, they responded to me using bringing this other element in. Yeah. And he had all the opportunity to do so. And he has people in his corner. Um, he's got Yuto. And he's in Japan, so I was just making the assumption that he's got Iku. Iku does video stuff. Yeah. I mean, and again, it comes down to, I don't know where his ego is, um, but I know that if it was me and I had those people in my country, I'd be like, hey, Yo, Iku, I really love what you're doing with the After Effects. Um, I, I need a little bit of video edge on Lazy Boy. Um, can you either help me with editing or show me how to do this on my own? Yeah. You know, I only have a week left. Um, so it really comes down to recognizing, as I said uh, online that week too, uh, I just commented on someone's post, like, the way that I prepare for battles is just I understand certain things. And the number one thing to understand in the battle is who are your judges and what are they looking for? What are the rules and who are your competitors? Mm-hmm. Um, and what are my strengths? Yeah. Right. And never and never be afraid to show yourself to someone whose opinion you value. Yeah. Um whose who whose response and Constructive criticism is not held back by their concern whether they're going to hurt your feelings or not. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like these are very important um, things to consider when you're entering a competition that you really want to win. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, can- so if you would have known that, if you would have just added simple gifts <laughs> to, his, to his set yeah. that related to what was said, um, then it would have been almost an equal uh, playing playing round. But what yeah. if Fumi knew there wasn't a trophy? <laughs> he would. I don't know. I, he would have had. He would have had no problem winning. So I would have backed my ass out of that. <laughs> I think the competitors would have all protested. Protested that there is no trophy. Uh, my manager's writing up um, a response to the email that I read you guys, in hopes that they. We'll throw down a hundred or two hundred, whatever it costs to make a trophy. Yeah, they'll for do not that. Just me, 
It's the guy that wanted to beat Matt. Yeah. You say don't do that. Exactly. Yeah. With with Are you all saying don't do that. Or? Say what? Uh, I'm sorry. Were you saying to not do that? Or? No, no, no. I was no, saying, no, yeah, no. you should do that. Yeah, yeah absolutely, one hundred percent. I was going to say no, with and, and your manager could throw in there that this episode's going to air in a couple of days, and they have a couple of days to make it right. <laughs> exactly. I'm just saying. Yeah. Say. <laughs> <laughs> with uh, yeah. with all that being said, DMC's next. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, it is next, but um. Triple Crown. I have a lot of practicing. I have a lot of practicing to do. I. I'm, I, I stopped juggling a long time ago. DMC is actually the second battle I ever entered um, on my 30th birthday in San Francisco, and I made it to the finals of that regional. And I only went in there with a two-minute routine because I wasn't expecting to advance. <laughs> and and I told him that. He got the mic, I had my birthday hat on. I was in a suit. I'm like, yo, um, I wasn't expecting to make it to the finals. I'm just going to play music. It's my birthday. Peace, (laughs) y'all. And I was it. Yeah. But, but, you know what? I just want all three trophies up on the wall. Yeah. Yeah. And whenever, however much work it takes, however many years it takes me to get a jacket, a U.S. title, a DMC, I'm going to, I
your interview video that you did right what's right behind you your big ass green screen and and in my eyes i was like yeah he's definitely gonna be doing something on there and and everyone i thought was gonna bring it but i'm just not gonna take credit for that because you know i shout out to poor Kelly jack shout out to Bert peterson shout out to treasure fingers those are the people that inspired me yeah. to do something more than just set a border on my on my twitch mm. i made that um that rick and morty uh whole scene all by myself probably over six months ago and yeah. i had no idea what i was gonna do with it wow. it's been sitting in my pocket and then when this popped up i'm like all right and then I honestly, hey, check this out. I was three days before the first set. I was gonna back out because I had nothing. I had, I had a, I had a, um, I had this nervous system issue where my, I went to Hawaii for New Year's and Christmas, and when I came, when I was out there, I had this weird pain in my armpit, and it, and by the time I got back home, it spread to my chest, all the way down my arm and around my back, and I was freaking out because. I had cancer uh, a year and a half ago and it spread and then and they cut it out of my tongue, but it spread and, and all they can say is, Hey, let's just wait and see where it pops up next. And so this entire time I've been like freaked out. And every time something happens, I freak out. And this is just one more time where I freak out and I went to the hospital I went, and they said they didn't know what it was. And I went to the, I got an MRI, I went to a neuro, neurologist and, and I got um, another MRI and they said it, it had, and they found a spot in my spine that had like this weird lesion in it. And they said that's either from radiation or it's a tumor. So we're gonna have someone else look at it, oncology look at it. So this happened right at the same time, right at the beginning when HR came me up. And so I'm like, I don't, I don't give a shit about being in front of my turntables. I don't care about no abilities or what. I need to be outside with people that I love and and living life and, and feel the sun on my skin. And I don't want to be stuck in a room with my turntables. Right. Yeah. And being frustrated by my mind, not being able to create something because I'm still not passionate about it because I told you I already proved myself to the world when I did freestyle. And so all the way up until the three days, I have nothing. So I'm hitting, I'm sitting over here, screaming out of my mind, my girl, <laughs> and, and I told her, like, yo, hey, I, I, I need to back out. I can't do this. I'm not, my heart's not in it. She's like, all right, back out. I'm with you. I got your back. Um, I'm like, well, hold on. <laughs> I can't even do it like that. Like, <laughs> hey, hey, why are you agreeing with me so quick? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? I'm like, I gotta tell them something, so what do I tell them? So that's when we're sitting there in the bathroom, both butt naked, she's on the floor, I'm sitting on the counter, and we're like, all right, all right, hey, I'm gonna call them up, I'm gonna tell them, hey, hey, Mr. Boy, I'm missing Track, and then we start dying laughing. And that's when I'm like, wait a second, this sounds like an intro to the mix, right? Right. So then we just started laughing and we came in here and we sat, we got dressed first. <laughs> we sat on one color TV and we're like, yo, this is, this is the idea. 
And then we just started all going back and forth. And this is where I love it. I'm a I'm an ENTP and I'm really good at brainstorming. I'm not good at planning the rest of it out. When we were brainstorming and brainstorming, we wrote the book is around here somewhere. I don't know. Oh, it's right here. This this book right here. It's got um page after page of just ideas that we came up with that we thought would be great to work for the set. And Can you just tell us one that, idea that you didn't put to life. Oh my shit, dude, bro. We're coming out with um a director's cut. Okay. Oh nice. Oh, wow. Nice. Yes. Love it. Yeah. And and there like there is a scene and an ending. So the ending that you guys saw was actually in transition from the scene that is joining me in the director's cut. Right. <laughs> so basically, I, um, it leaves off for uh, the, the person needs consciousness or whatever. Right. And then the string goes like this. Yeah. And actually, what I want to say, if you can go back to that set, um, I don't know who found it and who didn't, but Jay-Z's rapping is pattern. And then I flip it to Nas, and Nas is rapping a very, very similar pattern. Right. And that's how those two combined. It wasn't word play, it was rhyme pattern play, which right. I don't know who uses that. Right. <clears throat> so kudos to myself. Um <laughs> Kate, Kate and then, Yeah. Yeah. And and uh and even beyond that, if you go deeper, it's Jay-Z and it's Nas. I mean, they had that whole beef. So it's like yeah. very ironic that those two had the same patterns. And then yeah. So he says there's consciousness. You should you could do a whole like genius breakdown, right? Like it's like breaking down the oh, lyric, break down the set. The, like sixty nine beast man on his three saw set. Damn, yeah. exactly. <laughs> yeah, he did that. He did that. Uh, and uh, I love sixty nine beast. I was really happy because when I saw the dynamics, I'm like, who else is here? And he's like, I bet you sixty nine beast man. I'm like, we're fucked. <laughs> 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 that dude's gonna win. Um. So, I, oh man, okay, all I gotta say is there is a Baywatch scene. So the concept wow. was that you were sitting here, man, I'm flipping through channels, and part of it was like, it evolved into watching the competition, um, but their main idea was flipping through channels, like thinking to myself, wasting time, procrastinating, wasting as much time as you can, because that's what I was doing the entire time. Mm. Um, I really need to back out, this lineup's crazy. Um, and flipping through channels and whatever's on. And my idea was to be um, an infomercial. And and I had a Brady Bunch idea where I was all the Brady Bunch. And uh, I did the whole drum scratch stuff with like nine of me. Oh, shit. That was one idea. That was yeah. crazy. Yeah. Um, and we even had the neighbor downstairs is a producer. And he made a B-roll remix with the instrumental of Brady Bunch. And I was going to have... He's his girlfriend's kids sing um, the Brady Bunch, yeah. but say, uh, here's a story. Yeah. I'm a born and lazy, and then, and then you're going to be sick. Oh, yeah. Oh that, we'll be on the lookout for that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Goldie Awards 2022. Uh, let's go. Yeah, right? Um, so, that, uh, there's a, so there's a Baywatch scene, which you guys are definitely going to see at some point. And then after that, um, when I come out of that, it's when I'm like, with the, um, the Jurgens, and I'm like, I'm drooling, if you look closely, I'm drooling on myself. I'm pouring a glass of water in my mouth, and I'm drooling, I'm like, 
Well, that was that. That was fucked up, some shit like that. Yeah. <laughs> and then it goes to Rick and Morty in the in the director's chat. And then after that, it goes to another scene where I have um an empty bag, like a turkey bag. You guys know what a turkey bag is? Yeah. Yes. You guys you pot smokers, you. Um, <laughs> Guilty. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I have a turkey bag, and there's a, a, one of these in my hand, and I'm like, what the? Nice. It's the entire bag. Is any of this real? And then it goes to another little apartment, so I'm not going to say reason it ties back in. And it's just a very fun ending, and it's I'm the worst actor, by the way. I'm not going to say that my acting... And you had us, bro. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But my acting is trash. (laughs) You should do segments of this shit. Just post them up. Yeah, this is Oh, actually, we have... I have promo for that. Um, See? So here's one thing. For my second round, what I was originally going to do was I was going to... um. I'll be watching it in the same spot that I'm sitting in and then going to the, um, watching it and hearing that, oh, they're going to dance me tight. I'm going to dance, but then at the same time, I was going to look at all the hater comments that were on there because there's probably about 10 really rude hater remarks on there. Um, and I ended up addressing them on one of track, on one of the Groenies posts and I tagged everyone that had written them in it. Mm-hmm. And so behind the scenes, they had apologized for it and, and, and also confronted me and said, hey, this is why I'm upset with you. Um, one guy was upset because he was rapping at some event that was made for scratching. And um, I'm going to be honest here, they weren't that good at rapping. <laughs> but not only that, they were like playing these beats that we couldn't scratch to, and they're rapping over a scratching. So I grabbed, apparently, I grabbed the mic from him and I unplugged it or something and hit it from, I don't know. I stopped him from laughing. Which is a very asshole moon. He had all the right to be mad at me and I apologize for it. The other person, um, we were at the, uh, the TJ City uh, uh, meetup in Denver. Yeah. And um, afterwards, no, no, it was, sorry, it was DMC in Denver. And afterwards, I went to some party and I, and I think I was, I had a few too many of these and I said something to someone's wife that was pretty rude, which doesn't sound too off, but um, I apologize for that as well, and we figured it out. So I had squashed all that stuff, so I ended up not really feeling the need to talk about it mm. in my set, but I kind of like what I did by using, I don't know what, using the Eminem part from my band. I don't know why everyone hates so much, I'm not really jealous, this and that. Um, that's why I use that sample. Um, yeah, so in that set, what was my point? I was talking about how, sorry, that set, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we'll keep a lookout for the director's cut. Absolutely. Yeah, man. And, um, any, any final thoughts, questions? Oh, man, I think that was it, man. We appreciate you, Lazy Boy, for real. Yes, we appreciate you for taking the time. Appreciate your patience for us figuring this out, right? And then, um... Any last words? I appreciate you guys um, a lot for your uh, help in the past, um, your willingness to help in the past, and um, for offering this platform for me to share my angle on things and 
definitely pass things up. To the DJ community about why my second set was so... Eh. <laughs> 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 I'm with you. It was very eh. But the concert was great. And it was really funny that I got a chance to um, realize my neighbor, St. John, who does radio syndication all over the United States, maybe in the world, he said, the game came here. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I realized his voice on that. Um, and uh, I really appreciate all the support you guys have given me and all my fans up there. Thank you, all the haters out there. I made one of these, <laughs> two of those. Um, and if you're not, you really have a problem with it, why don't you guys come out and, and be good enough to have a track asking me on this stuff. Or, or work your ass up to DMC or work your, work your ass up to a freestyle. Exactly. Why don't you come right. out, put your dick on the table, and let's see who's bigger. Come yeah. see me. Exactly. That's how I like this guy. Thank you, yeah. DJ Lazy Boy. Appreciate Mickey East Podcast. We yes, appreciate sir. you. We, yeah, Come get the merch. Yeah. Get the merch. Uh, I got, I, I, yo, I got a friend who has cancer right now. I'm trying to raise money. If you can, please donate at my Venmo, DJ Lazy Boy. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hand it over. It's my girl's second mom. Like, she had a family outside of her family. And... This person always had her back, and now she has had two cancers, mm-hmm. one hysterectomy and one breast cancer situation. It's not looking good, and I want her to be able to have some time to spend with her daughter, who's the only breadwinner of the household, and it's not fair that she has to work and not be spending time with her mom. And so please help, help them out yeah. and donate. It means a lot to me. It means a lot to humankind. Um, and and gives give them a hug because life isn't forever. What's the what's the Venmo real quick? DJ Lazy Boy. Easy. Perfect. Cool. Yeah. Donate. We appreciate yeah. you, man. Yeah. Thank y'all. All right, ladies. All right, ladies. All right, bro. Later. 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 Thanks, guys. I appreciate it. <laughs> Man, lazy all right, boy. All right. So, any any thoughts after that? I Man, like how what, what a story! I love this guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I, I love that he was just like, hell no, I didn't think that shit would work. Yeah, exactly, right. <laughs> and that's crazy to think like he he tried, and it's just like, well, we'll see what happens, and just rolled with it. With what he had, yeah, and he didn't want it because he didn't want to have his editor sit there for another four or five hours trying to get it right. So. You know what I mean? And they were already put so much work, and he said he turned it in late. So I mean, yeah, I mean, even with that that little quote unquote mistake, the set was still still worked. Fucking amazing. Yeah, and I gotta say, man, big ups to him. Man. Not not every DJ is willing to be that transparent and honest. Oh, one hundred comes from the no hardware included. Yeah. Uh, part of the battle or uh, just his, you know, being honest of, of his struggles behind the scenes. And so um, uh, huge credit to lazy boy and uh, yeah. crediting those that inspired him is, is big, you know, um, yeah, so man. big ups to him. Yeah. You know, yep. Congratulations. Lazy. Yeah. Add on to that. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Um, how are we feeling? What we got? What we got next? Um, shoot. 
Texas is open? Texas is fucking open. How we feeling about that? 100%. Keeping our asses in LA? Well, hold on. First of all, Texas is open when I visited in nah, December. Yeah, 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 so yeah, yeah, let's yeah. get that straight. 100%. Well, it's 100%. But now it's 100%. No Everything is open and no mask required. But I, this heard, is, I heard some businesses are still required. required. Yeah, so well, yeah, because some of them are allowed not it. fucking yeah. insane. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Basically, yeah. it's like no shoes, no shirt, no service. So no mask, no service. <laughs> yeah. Basically the same thing. Yeah. So it's Texas and Mississippi. Yeah. That are, from what I heard, are the two um, city states Where or whatever. Is Mississippi? Who fucking knows, bro? No disrespect to anybody <laughs> no disrespect from Mississippi. Anybody but, Mississippi. Eh, eh, eh. It's down there somewhere. Eh. I mean, you know, <laughs> Texas wide open. I don't know, man. They've been getting a lot of backlash from it. From, from what I've been seeing, they've been getting a lot of backlash. They've been saying the governor um, is uh, is risking people's lives. Well, but that's this, his Neanderthal behavior, but, bro. Well, you know, at this point, I'm, at this point, it's it's... You, you go in your own discretion. You know what I mean? Like you, you, you walk out to the world in your own risk, basically exactly. is what it is. Like if you, if you still have the COVID scaries, stay your ass home. COVID scaries. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, Sounds like a disease. <laughs> you, know, like, you know what I'm saying? But I, I say it with all due respect. If you have pre-existing uh, conditions, right. pre-existing conditions, excuse me, you know, just stay your ass home. You yeah. know what I mean? You know, follow suit and what, what would make sense to you. But for the people that, who are probably tired of not working, not being able to, um, you know, run their business completely. Yeah. Like, I'm sure they're ecstatic right now. And sure, sure. they're out there celebrating. So, you know, cheers to, cheers to Texas, cheers to Mississippi. And so those guys, you know, let's see if some of the other cities and states will follow suit. Yeah, um, sooner or later. Sooner or later. I mean, yeah, I get that. But, you know, I think, you know, they're probably going to be like, let them be the guinea pigs and we'll see how it goes for them. Right. And then we'll, we'll, we'll see what we can do. Well, Texas is so spread out compared to, uh, like, in... California or New York. Yeah. So, and in Miami as well. So they'll be fine. You get enough people to take vaccines. Every, it'll, it'll be fine. I mean, I understand why people don't like it opening soon, but it'll, they'll be fine. I mean, whatever. They're yeah. a red state. <laughs> they can figure it out. Hey, yeah. For now, they they'll are. Right. We'll see. But, for now, they are. But congrats yeah. to all the businesses, you know. Yeah. Yeah. They absolutely. Get to, Money to, coming in. They yeah. get to fight another day. And uh, you know, let people into their businesses and and eat indoors. Yeah. Eat I mean, at this point, honestly, too, like that's crucial, man. With all that snow, it's not like well, they can snow, have people exactly. eat outside. That's what I'm saying. They getting cold yeah. weather. I'm like, man, listen. they needed to open up. Yeah. They, right, Texas. Needed they needed a good dub. news. Yeah, yeah. Texas. Needed I agree a dub. with that. They needed a W for that, sure. That helps the psyche mm. for right. sure. Absolutely. Um. Yeah. So moving on. Um. One thing we were going to talk about this week, we're going to push to next week, is NFTs mm-hmm. and especially NFTs. What is an NFT? It's a non fungible token. And Mickey, you want to explain this to the real people quick, who don't understand? Quick? It's all over the internet. Like um, we we yeah. won't get too deep into. I mean, it. I'll, look, I'll look into NBA Top Shot for me. That was the not. I wouldn't say the first introduction to it, but essentially being able to own. Um, part of something in this case with the NBA top shot, which to me just seems like the easiest way to explain it is they're selling the, um, the opportunity to own a highlight of an NBA player and they're numbered. And yeah. it, the, the reason why I like their format more than some of the others, which probably has to do more with just the lack of research that I've done, but with, um, with them they're they have their own marketplace. So yeah. you're, you can only buy, um, from somebody who's purchased from the company and you can only sell if you've purchased it from the company. It's not like yeah. you pulled a, GI, a GIF 
off of Twitter and yeah. said, I'll take $100 for this NFT, but it's not secured or, you know, um, registered. Uh, so that's part of it. And I mean, look, I have friends who are making money mm-hmm. from this stuff. Mm-hmm. And we're starting to see some DJs or producers getting into this space. Yeah. Nice. And having some real success. Yeah. Um, what you call, what's the Kings of Leon just sold the first NFT album? Or they're about to, um, or release their album as an NFT. Right. Um, so how, how Bauer does, Bauer released X how, amount of of a album that did multi platinum. How does that work for the albums? So does it like mean like samples get cleared easier, or I don't I don't think I get the aspect of the music. I think on the music side, we'll we'll have to figure it out. Yeah. I think that the the easiest example that we've seen is a like a beat pack. You'll be given the licenses to use royalty free the samples that you're purchasing. Yeah. That's part of the package. But really, you're, what you're selling is the the ownership right. of something. And then, um, typically, there's only so many you can purchase. Yep. Okay. So, so I mean, look back to that that Wu Tang album that never dropped. Yeah. And homie Two that million. ran up the pharmaceuticals bought it. It's yep. And he he never sold it yeah. or put it out. Mm-hmm. He's, he's locked up. There. But he but he owns the rights to that album. Yeah. And whatever he wants to do to it. So it really is just another supply and demand. And considering where we are as a nation, I would assume that it's just a bunch of rich crypto people because a lot of this has to do with the same simplistic idea of a crypto uh, blockchain. Yeah. Um, marketplace okay and that's the thing about it is the blockchain so if i buy kings and leon album and then uh, let's say i pay ten thousand dollars for it and if i sell it to you mm-hmm. for 12 that's all that is documented and and um updated within the blockchain and no one can tamper with it so it's like a like a, a used car carfax like you can tell who is the previous owners and stuff like that yeah and in see, a sense yeah. Yeah. and you can see who bid on it got you got you yeah um, yeah, you can see the bid. You can't see who bid. Sure, that's what I mean. Set up the bids. Okay, got gotcha, you. Got gotcha. you. In a way, so it's it's essentially kind of its own, creating a, a stock market. It's a marketplace. Like, got gotcha. for the ability to purchase certain things and based on how they're numbered, right? Like some people are selling um, an album, right, and they're selling a hundred thousand of that album, but then there's another version of the album that has two extra songs. That version is only a hundred, let's say ten thousand of those albums. Mm. And then there's a version of the album that's never going to see the light of day, and there's only ten of them. Mm-hmm. Mm. And so somebody can own that and hold on to it, or be the highest bidder and then sell it. But what this all comes down to, and we'll again, we're trying not to get too deep into it, but <laughs> um, what it really boils down to is if there's somebody willing to pay for it. You gonna sell yeah. it? You gonna, <laughs> you you you're in onto something. So yeah. that's really the the beauty and the danger of that kind of a situation. Because let's just say mm, I don't know. Everybody decides that basketball cards are just cardboard again, yeah. and the market falls because you discover that there is really no value a, to them. A million Zion rookie cards mm. when you thought there was only a hundred thousand. Right. So like, okay. for example, so, I mean, uh, techniques could come out tomorrow and sell an NFT of a turntable that 
nobody else has seen. Yeah. That'd be crazy for the DJ industry. And and also within the NFTs, and, and I'll shut up after this, is the <laughs> is the blockchain for musicians. You can cut out the middleman because it, um, it, essentially we're told what we're owed, how much we made, but we don't really know. We don't know the facts on that. So you can cut all that out and have the money um, go directly to you. And imagine if you're a producer um, and you go and DJ at, I don't know, Tao, and Tao has to pay um, has to pay music rights to have music played in their um, in their club. They you can say you can submit these are the songs that were played to BMI or or whoever, and you will get direct payment for playing those songs. So there's a there's a lot more to it with music, and I think it'll um, connect with some of you or I guess, yeah I guess some of you. Um, for sure, you you producers who are up and coming, but with DJs as well, then you're gonna you may want to tap into this kind of market. Yeah, if you want to stay involved with music and evolve from DJing, gotta always think about the future. Always. And uh, so, do we care to talk about IG? They turned their likes off. Looks like it was they an accident. Tur- they, they turned, turned their shit back, back on. <laughs> and it looked like their things are Just about kidding. to change. Just kidding. People were like, Just "Yeah, kidding. they turned the likes off." Somebody Whoa. turned the somebody turned I, the switch off in the room. Like, IG oh, my bad. is doing turn such a great on. thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> we're about to become the number one podcast. <laughs> right. Real quick. Let's, all right. Let's let's talk about these other points about IG <laughs> next week. Gotcha. Okay. All right. Um and. Uh, our next in globalization, we just had Sammy Needles yep. dropping all Biggie set. Shout out to him. Biggie. Um and shout out to Phenom, because in that on that station on globalization, Phenom has to have Well, technically when this airs. Actually, no. Yeah, Sammy yeah, yeah. Sammy Needles the, the day after we air. This airs on Monday. Sammy Needles mix will be on Tuesday. Correct. Yeah, so he's coming up. Yes. Got it, got it. Okay, so then we just had Kid Cut Up. Correct. All right. Um, yeah. So shout out to Kid Cut Up. Uh, I said this before. I'll say it again. One of the most creative mixes we've had. Man, I looked at that playlist. I was like, Jesus Christ, uh, he did all that in thirty minutes. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, it was a lot. There was like three and four tracks played at once at at some points. But I, I will finish up by saying, uh, talk about Sammy Needles. It's an all Biggie set. So be on the lookout for that. And again, shout out to Phenom because we're so, on globalization. They're supposed to play certain songs. I don't know x amount of times. And I hit up Phenom to make sure we were good with this unique set because I don't think any of Biggie's songs are on the globalization's None. playlist. None. Zero whatsoever. So shout out to Phenom for allowing this to happen. Um, and uh, and yeah, that's it. Right? Yeah. Shout out to Lazy Boy, man. Once again, shout out to Lazy no, Boy. No, we appreciate Lazy Boy. That yeah. was great. We appreciate you. And we'll catch you guys next week. Next week. Peace. Peace. See y'all. Peace. Peace.